My name is Shorsha Dunbar and I'm your host. Hello and welcome to the Adventure Games Podcast. My name is Shorsha Dunbar and I hope everyone is well. This week I am joined by Olaf, the developer of Grund. Uh, we spoke a few months ago and since then Olaf decided to go on Kickstarter for his game. Uh, so that's why we don't mention it, because he hadn't decided at that time to go on Kickstarter. Uh, so uh, Olaf rather spoke to me in this interview about the development of his game, about his team, about his inspirations. And uh, he also gave some great advice to other indie developers out there as well. So um, I would really encourage people to check out the Kickstarter, check out the demo as well of this game which uh, is available for free on Steam and Itch, and then check out his Kickstarter if you so wish. And uh, I'll be speaking more about the Kickstarter a little bit after our interview, so stick around then. But in the meantime, here is a trailer for Grund, where you can hear the fantastic voice acting and a narration, and followed by our interview, so please enjoy. Why not? Hello, why not, man? Why not have an adventure for a change? Oh, my friend, don't be so serious. Live in the moment. Appreciate the moment. This place was not right. What do you call a feeling of a pain if you don't feel any? What is dead, my dear? An empty jar of jelly? There is no value in that. Mate, if you want to live here, you have to mind your business, and I intend to do that. The lake was as calm as this night, but something, as with everything else lately, felt off. Thank you so much for joining me for another episode of the Adventure Games Podcast. I am delighted to be joined this week by... A uh, friend of, well, hopefully a friend of mine now. This is the first time we're speaking, but we've been chatting before for a, a few years now. I'm delighted to be joined by Olaf, the developer of Grund. So, hello, Olaf. How are you? Hello, Shorsham, and hello, everybody. Yes. And you got the name just right there. <laughs> and we didn't yeah. practice or anything. <laughs> well, if I, sh if I had to pronounce without hearing it first <laughs> uh, i couldn't seriously it's well e even here in ireland uh, people have difficulty with my name so <laughs> hmm. but uh, no thank you so much for for agreeing to speak to me i'm really looking forward to this because as listeners to this podcast might know uh, both myself and thomas played the demo of your game grunt and we loved it we absolutely loved it and i have been following this game for two years now which i cannot believe it's two years already and it's looking really, really nice. I'm looking forward to finding out more about this. But before we get on to your game, what I ask every developer who comes on to this podcast is to introduce yourself and let us know what your favorite adventure or narrative games are, if uh, if you wish. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I actually have a list of them oh, okay. here. Okay, go ahead. <laughs> I came prepared. So what's my name? Mm. 
Okay. <laughs> My name is Olaf Wush. I'm from Latvia, uh, but uh, our team here is uh, from many, many countries. Uh, uh, Serbia, UK, and the voice actors are from all over the world. And the animator is from Vietnam. And uh, originally, if you can say uh, so, I'm a photographer and I'm, a, I'm new to uh, game development. Uh, it's about two years from the prototype, two and a half years. Let's speak about my favorite games. And I'm sorry that there is no Monkey Island <laughs> <laughs> from, um, from the classics. I only Green Fandango stuck with me, unfortunately. But in some way, I see this as a boon uh, in the work I do now because uh, it, uh, it saves me from uh, copying something and I see copying as a bad thing. And so uh, I grew up on uh, first fallouts. Those are the major games in my life. And uh, from modern, modern games, uh, of course, there's a, Disco Elysium, you know that? Uh, and Dark Souls, I love the atmosphere and the way the story is told. That's probably the biggest ones. These are the biggest ones. I mean, they're good choices. Uh, <laughs> yeah, Th Thomas mentioned uh, when he spoke about your demo that he had some Disco Elysium vibes from the game. So, Yeah, I uh... guess he got that from UI, which is a uh, hmm. placeholder. But at this moment sure. but yeah uh it's i will it will stay i uh that way in the future as well so okay and um so so then how did you you mentioned that you were new to the game industry yeah uh, how did you get started making this game so how did you form the studio and uh, started making this game and uh you mentioned that there are people from all over the world now <laughs> Uh, practically United Nations uh, working on this game. Yeah, I'm very, very proud about this. Uh, uh, absolutely. It's a fantastic achievement already. But how did you get started in in this industry of making this game? It sounds so... Uh, in this industry. Uh, <laughs> it is an industry. <laughs> I am in. You are. Uh, You've released a game. You've released a demo at least. So now you, you are in. You are totally in. <laughs> you can't back out now. <laughs> that goes right into my CV. <laughs> Absolutely. Um, it actually started as a photography project. Um, it was um, meant to be a mockumentary style uh, project. Um, mm, uh, about people you you about uh people of different walks I, i'm not gonna um, delve into the details but um, at one point i wanted to bring more depth into it and um, an extra narrative uh so i i could have even more fun with it uh so i started to create um uh the world uh the order of the universe that um, is totally different, yet uh, it can be applied to to our um, reality. And uh, 
it grew and grew and uh, as my project and it it grew out of scope uh, uh, money wise uh, so i i actually i couldn't uh, afford to make uh, so complicated images uh, because you 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 need to pay uh, models and for renting lights and equipment and yada yada so yeah, but I I did not I couldn't let go the world. Uh, so I uh, I started to seek for another medium, and uh, at that time I I had a, my kid was about a year and a half. So I walked around a lot with a stroller, and uh, at once and one time it dawned on me. Let's learn engine and make a game, <laughs> because the world uh, just uh, grew so big and detailed uh, that it could totally surpass at least Scientology now. So, if the game doesn't work, I'm starting the cult. <laughs> this one, yeah. <laughs> well, hopefully the game will work, and the signs are good, <laughs> based on uh, first impressions and the demo, at least. Thank you, uh, so, oh, so you did you know how to program before you started working on the game, or did you have to learn as you went along? No, man. Uh, I yeah, I thought I okay. Uh, the game is the medium. Now I have to choose uh, uh, the engine, and uh, you know I, I learned everything uh, by myself. In the terms of what I do professionally would be photography, Photoshop, or I have a journalist degree. Oh, that was a long time ago. Uh, but yeah, uh, so I thought I can do it. Uh, of course, with a realistic view that uh, I can do it, but not like uh, not tr AAA <laughs> mm. uh, standard. Uh, and yeah, I, I went on and uh, uh, re researched the engines and the Unity kind of... Unity looked more like uh, Photoshop. I have no idea why. Maybe that um, clicked in me. Uh, and yeah, in the end it was either Unity or um, Unreal because uh, they are more complex uh, and more flexible. Complex, it's it's not a good thing if you're learning, of course, but uh, yeah. Well, so you were learning how to how to do it and how, how long or less did it take you to to learn to, you know, to how to program and how to code? Uh, because I said the game looks fantastic and it plays very well as well. <laughs> Thank you again. But why <laughs> do you think that I have learned it? <laughs> Man. <laughs> It's uh, it's on the go. It's on the go. Uh, there's, of course, there are. I already, I, since I'm I already old, I know that uh, I knew that uh, just going into YouTube and uh, looking for tutorials won't work. I I actually need a course. Uh, but yeah, when I learn, uh, I picked up the course. I learn it. Uh, I I was learning it and. Um, um, why I maybe did everything faster because I I already knew what I need and um, 
I didn't actually uh, there was there were projects and I didn't try to make them good for example I didn't waste time when where I didn't need to I have a tremendous help I have have to shout out Tony from Pixel Crushers he's a developer of the dialogue system for Unity he's like uh, the best help I, I could ask for and yeah forums and whatnot well, I, I think that uh, you could be a, a great inspiration to people because you're saying, you know, you didn't know how to, you'd never, you know, programmed or made a game before and you just started on your own, learned everything yourself. And the game is coming out, coming along very nicely so far, mm-hmm. at least based on the demo and from everything that I've seen. And uh, so congratulations on that. It's already a fantastic achievement, whatever happens. And I'm, I'm, sure, I'm sure you'd have more achievements in the future this year, hopefully. <laughs> uh, and another thing I'm, curi- I'm, I'm curious about is we you spoke a little bit about uh, your team that they're from around the world. Uh, how did you find these people? Because, I mean, I love the the art style in the game and the voice acting is fantastic, and that did surprise me because for an independent game like like yours, um, just every even the sound quality and the the voice actors, everything was was great, and I was delighted to be able to say that. So, how did you? How do you find these people? Uh, how did you to mm-hmm. get these great, you know, talented people working on your game? Well, um, the first and foremost, you, uh, I knew what I want want to do. Uh, that's really important uh, because uh, that makes sort of simpler to find the right people. And for prototype, uh, if you remember, we had different artists. Mm. It's, it's noticeable. Uh, but uh, now we have Nicola. He's like amazing guy, and ah, um, oh, that that's a story of itself. Um, uh, if, with the first artist, uh, things didn't go uh, like as we planned, and I had to find another person who draws, who makes uh, my game, who who makes um, uh, the game the way people will see it it's ah it's, it's the most important thing uh and i was really scared and i went to some forums and um i don't never remember the name of the forum but uh, artist forum put some um uh um posts that i need an artist uh, and i had a like uh to do they had to do an example work there were about 10 of them and I see that work and nothing fits. A lot of people, a lot of artists say, I can do that, no problem, any style. That's that's a lie. That's if if you know what you're looking for. Oh, and then I was browsing uh, Reddit uh, and uh, Nicola mm, uh, had a post there. I don't remember about what. But I saw his uh, illustration for uh, 1984, I guess for that. I don't remember. Uh, Anyway, I saw his images and seek him out and we agreed. So that's how I I found Nicola. Ed, our composer is uh, from the get go as well. He found me and I'm very happy he's a a uh, very talented uh, musician and now a father as well. Congratulations. 
So, uh, voice acting. Voice acting is um, a lot of time within Fiverr. That's that's all I can say. There, there, there are amazing talent, but you you have to find it. Yeah, that's probably the gist of it. Right. Well, it it seems like you have found the right people. Um, the, you know, from what I've played at the demo, and then the, um, with regard to the the voice acting, because there is a child character. Now, ch- child characters can be difficult to get right. Whether you need to find a good child actor or an adult that you know talks like a child, and a lot of times they don't sound natural. But in this case, in the demo, it sounded genuinely like a child who is really good able to portray his emotions which again is very difficult to find and it's very rare in video games at least uh was it an actual child who did the voice or was it an adult being a child yes 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 okay he's a little dude from uk (laughs) okay and a fighter okay and how did you go about working with him to get what what you wanted did you find that uh it was easy enough or were the challenges working with a child or maybe better than working with adults <laughs> uh of course there's challenges uh, in a way uh, that um child in in some cases doesn't uh, understand what the grown-up wants from him you know what expression uh and uh, some backstory but uh of course he's a child uh, i worked with his father and uh so uh, the dad communicated uh, better with him, and yeah, we had some lines with like five, six duovers, but you know, that's life. <laughs> well, so, it, it worked in the end. It's uh, because I said he was when I was listening to him, I was like, "Wow, this is really good." I'm really impressed with uh, <laughs> with the. He's voice. awesome, dude. Yes. Because first, when I saw the child, I do I do admit I was thinking, oh, how is this going to go? Because anytime I see a child character that's voice acted, I am always kind of skeptical. But sure. in in this yeah. case, at least to me, it worked really well, and the rest of them as well. And at least you know, at least for me. And then I presume you're working with people remotely uh, because of from other parts of the world and of course, yeah, COVID as well. How do you find working with people remotely? Have there been any challenges or is it better uh, have you guys had a chance to meet up presumably not because of covid but uh, well since they are from all over the place i had never any any other way and we have uh, uh, whatsapp groups so we can chat faster and uh, more re- relaxed if you will but no, no challenges at all uh, it, it's not so difficult. Mm. It's not. This, this probably, <laughs> probably if mm, somebody has uh, already worked uh, in an actual game studio, then yes, of course. Uh, but since uh, I came to this uh, from the get-go, so there was no problem in that. Yeah, it's uh, and then with the time difference, uh, you mentioned that there was someone from Vietnam and uh in other places uh has that been a challenge or have you been able to get through that no 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 you just wait longer it's okay <laughs> it's okay <laughs> no, that's that's great then There's, you know see everything seems to be working really well in development of this game um 
in that way yeah i'm really happy because uh, it goes pretty s- smoothly uh when we have when there are things to be done we do it really well right but yeah uh, it's luck in that way it's luck that you find mm, the right people and right. i'm very very happy about it Right, yeah. Well, congratulations uh, on that. So I suppose we should get into more about the game itself. Um, so I, I suppose the first question is, uh, what can you tell us about the story of the game? So again, I know that you've just released a demo and you're still working on the game. So I don't want to give any spoilers, so I will leave this over to mm-hmm. you. <laughs> it has um, uh, some sort of uh, science fiction backbone. Uh, I was really, really... Um, Uh, took to to heart uh, that uh, I need to uh, make uh, the world consistent so uh, uh, there are mechanics and facts in place that uh, players won't ever know but they need to be there so uh, in order player to feel uh, uh, that's why I like Dark Souls uh, uh, you meet uh, some guy and he has about three lines what can how can you establish a character in three lines but yeah they they can and you 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 can feel that there's a backstory to it that he has the right place to be there and uh, yeah so that's why uh, science fiction backbone um And uh, yeah, uh, our hero, presumably for the first time, I'm not going to say any, anything more, um, just appears there uh, by oversleeping at the train. And it's just a trivial, um, he has only trivial wish to, to uh, find uh, the place to sleep till the morning and to get back home. And fortunately for him, not for, for the players uh, who get to know the, his story, Uh, that is not so simply done and uh, the world itself uh, starts to slightly uh, reveal itself to him yeah that's uh, we yeah that's uh, i really really uh, i'm a, i'm really careful uh, about uh, about the facts i i'm giving away because uh, I, uh, at this point um, what you see in grund demo is I tried uh, to make that uh, every th- scene has uh, a lot to tell. Uh, so everything there is for a reason. And uh, uh, so this can be unraveled later on. So yeah, there's a, a lot of uh, mysteries starting on in demo. A lot of them. About five. <laughs> so yeah. Yes, now remember from the demo that you mentioned to you You oversleep and you arrive in this town, in this place. And uh, the main character seems to be, you know, quote unquote normal, uh, you know, the every, every man, but then everybody else seems to be a little bit strange. And he just wants to get back home. He just wants to get yeah. back on the train to get back home. And then at least for the demo, the more you go into the town, you discover that not everything is quite as it seems. Mm-hmm. And it was really intriguing. It was that was the aim. Thank you. Oh, <laughs> it, uh, 
at, at least for, for me, as I kept wanting to know more and, you know, who are these people? Why are they so strange? <laughs> yeah, and I actually, uh, again, uh, I tried to give, uh, I didn't try, I did it, to story and purpose for everyone. So, uh, and uh, to make, make it look like they don't really care, uh, some of them about our hero. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, uh, because they have lives of their own mm. and problems, and uh, th there's a what I took from Kafka. Basically, I I love Kafka, especially the process. I think English version of the name is process or trial, the big one. Mm. Uh, yeah, when uh, when he spoke to uh, people there who worked in that bureaucracy machine. Through those dialogues, you, you, you can feel that uh, either flawed, but uh, there is a perfectly working logic uh, in the, in the in, not in PC, but uh, from in, in other person. Uh, and the, I try to, to achieve that. Hopefully it works. Well, Fingers crossed. I, I mean, so far it looks... It, it looks like you have, um, again, at least from the demo. And I, I mentioned this in my review of the demo that uh, I've never watched um, an episode of Twin Peaks, but to me, this game seems to have and it seems to be inspired at least partly by Twin Peaks and by mm -hmm. David Lynch. Is that um, intentional or, or am, I just, uh, am I just seeing things that aren't there? Yes, it is, of course, it's inspired. Uh, mm. uh, as and especially uh, uh, from Twin Peaks, uh, uh, I I love that the that things are not told uh, completely, and I love how uh, Lynch uh, feeds uh, his uh, viewers bit by bit. He actually gives everything, of course, but. Uh, the viewer has to see it. Uh, so yeah, and the world building uh, is a bit inspired by Lynch as well. Of course, there's a debunking of the uh, Twin Peaks over the YouTube, the like four hour video. Uh, everything is explained. Well, that's bad, but well, we have to live with it. Um, but yeah, Lynch is a great inspiration. Among others, of course. Of course, yeah, there are different uh, inspirations there. I could see, and as well, your own ideas. Uh, it's, uh, it's, it's. I mean, it, it looks fantastic. And then, as I mentioned, some of the characters. Um, and one of the interesting things that you mentioned is that they are going about their day. They don't necessarily care about the protagonist. A lot of games and stories, the main character is like the center of the universe. Everything, the everyone, is always focused on. On them, but in this game, he's just one of many people, <laughs> which I found to be very interesting. What, what can you tell us about uh, some of the other characters in the game? Again, without giving any spoilers, so I will leave it up to you. Mm -hmm. If you can uh, talk about the characters, <laughs> uh, well, I can, but um, there's a, a quite a web of. Um, different uh, parties that are involved in our story and 
what can I say? Um, the Greg, mm, yes. the guy who can die, unfortunately, is the most human thing uh, you've seen so far. But I was curious what you mentioned afterwards about Greg that, at least in the demo, that he could die, because I wasn't aware. I wasn't aware that uh, there would be some non-linear options or different options uh, that you could have. Um, will this be then throughout the game that there will be uh, some events, you know, some non-linear yes. choice-based yes, in the game? Yes, of course. Um, that's, uh, that's Fallout and Disco Elysium's uh, mm. Elysium here. Uh, yeah, of course. Uh, and a lot of your choices uh, from the get-go will evolve into your end-game choices as well. And uh, you won't be able to do something in one way or another. Uh, and it will be through the game, yes. Uh, I knew that uh, I want to make a multiple-choice uh, game because... I, in, Till the uh, in the end, I want to make people to make really, really hard choices. So the, with with the gameplay, there is uh, it, it's you know it's it seems like a kind of side scrolling. Uh, at the times the character walks across the screen and meets the characters uh, there as well. Mm -hmm. uh, what what did you decide to make uh, make it this way? What was it about uh, this gameplay that that you liked? I don't know. <laughs> it, 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 it worked. It, I just knew it. I just knew it. I want to do it this way. Uh, I and uh, from one side, I really dislike uh, those um, games that have like rooms you switch between. Uh, like you have one screen, and then you have to uh, load into another. I wanted. Uh, uh, character to actually walk a distance. Uh, I have heard rumors that some people don't uh, think that um, he's walking too slow. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, that's a, that's that's a uh, artistic choice, you might say. Uh, and that's why there's an uh, there's a fast travel, and it will be more more complex as we go further with a full game because i i totally understand that nobody likes to backtrack mm. also uh this walking pace will change as the game goes so that that's a, an instrument to tell the story again so okay yeah. slow walking speed in adventure games is uh, is, is usually an issue that I have, especially with the older games. But at this game, first of all, thank you for including the fast track. That really <laughs> helped. But I didn't feel like it, it was an issue with his walking speed anyway. I didn't think it was too slow. And it would also kind of look a bit weird if he was running. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> so, so I think you, you've managed so far to strike the right balance between him walking, contem contemplating where he is. Because I think at this occasion, it wouldn't make sense for him to go running and rushing through this town i have to say here that um the big kudos goes to ed uh, our composer because the the music the sound is so important when you yes walk through nothingness basically and that and the narrat narrator i was about yeah. to ask about him the narrator mm -hmm. yes he 
Uh, how did you come to decide to include that? Because that works really well. Thank you. And um, yeah, uh, I I decided not to make the hero. Our hero is nameless and uh, without voice. He, he won't be voiced ever. Uh, and by the way, he's not Greg to anybody who thinks that. Uh, he's just within a Greg's dream. It's easy. Uh, yeah, but uh, uh, I had uh, somehow to um, push the story forward uh, and uh, make sure the atmosphere is is the right right in some places. So, and yeah, I think that narrator narrator is uh, uh, the best choice I, I could have made. Uh, but yeah, that makes um, mm, this game really. It will be hard to play it without sound, though. But well, what you're gonna do? You yes, can't cater to everyone, you know. The, the sound is fantastic, and uh, with the narrator, it's a. Uh, it. I mean, I've never written a story, made an adventure game, but I, from what I can see, it's difficult to get it right because it might sound like you're it's just like reading a book that someone telling you what you see but i think in this game it certainly adds to the game it adds to the, to the experience and it adds to the atmosphere thank you uh, so much man so and again i'm delighted to say this i really am <laughs> because i you know i always want to like adventure games and demos it doesn't always happen but in this case i am very happy to say that uh, it's looking good so far and uh, then with um, with with, uh, with the gameplay and the puzzles, uh, what mm -hmm. kind of uh, puzzles can we expect in in the full game? We mentioned about choice based uh, puzzles. Uh, what other kind of puzzles can we expect? Will there be any uh, logic puzzles or any mm -hmm. logic puzzles? <laughs> of course, uh, the uh, I would like to say. Again, you don't need to give any spoilers. <laughs> sure. Now, I would like to say uh, about. A very good chunk will be choice-based uh, puzzles, uh, but there will be also how can I call them en environmental puzzles or slash inventory puzzles. You you won't uh, need to put uh, the dog into a microwave just to open the door. <laughs> that won't happen. Yeah, I'm really strict about this. Every puzzle should be logical. Of course, you can say that uh, uh, there's a little puzzle that you have to get a rope uh, just to get down from the platform and cross the railway tracks. Of course, in reality, you shouldn't need that rope. That's an adventure game. So Of course. But yeah, but that, that that's the most, uh, the largest deviance uh, I, I will afford, I promise. I want to to keep it uh, logical because I am the, there's no aim uh, to make the game funny. Uh, I am a huge comedy fan. I have gazillion British uh, sitcoms <laughs> in my computer. Uh, maybe that's why I'm, I can't imagine to write comedy on purpose, I couldn't. People can, but I cannot. So yeah. Uh, so we shouldn't expect this to be like Monkey Island, a funny game, a comedic game like Monkey Island then. Yeah, I, I can. Um, 
the last big laugh I actually uh, got from, again, Disco Elysium. Uh, but that was a very funny game, actually. I mean, very serious in places, but also very funny, yeah. very comedic, or humorous. But you, you can, you can, um, you can feel that uh, that comes from the dialogue. That that comes from everything uh, that that's happening. It's uh, because if you push yourself to make a comedy game, I think uh, you're risking uh, to get a lot of jokes bad. Mm and weak and it might feel forced yeah forced that's the word yep so no well i, I mean I, I admit i didn't get comedy when i was playing this game but again it works well there, there might be some dark humor i can't remember exactly it might have been some cases that are just so bizarre that i think i was kind of laughing at just the, the weirdness of some of the characters that mm -hmm. uh, uh, but but intentionally, I think it was supposed to be kind of, you know, strange. There was a dead dog. Didn't you laugh at it? Oh, no, of course. I think you know that's hilarious. That's exactly. <laughs> well, we're gonna so many complaints about this. But <laughs> um, I posted the dead dead dog in the Facebook community, and they said 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 to me that uh, it's not within the guidelines to remove. Yeah, it that uh, <laughs> that went well. I imagine. <laughs> well. Can you pet the dog? <laughs> Which is a typical question now. But uh, yeah, I no, I don't, do think, <laughs> I don't think comedy is what you're going for here. So. Yeah, of course. Uh, if it comes up, it, it will come. It will come up. Uh, mm. uh, uh, many Easter eggs are in plan, so there there will be chuckle. But uh, I think I will uh, keep uh, the humor to small references now and again mm. and and you never know maybe i'm second monty python <laughs> i'm not i'm not you never know this this could be like the you know the uh, the next monty python movie or game <laughs> i can someone slap another one with a fish though i could do that <laughs> why not well, that that should that would be very interesting. I think <laughs> certainly change in tone. <laughs> and uh, then, in the, <laughs> you know, you mentioned you've been working on this game for two years. Now you've learned some technical skills as well. And well, yeah. Uh, have there been any uh, particular lessons that you may have learned along the way, or anything that you that that you learned, or anything that you know now that you wish you could tell early, your earlier self when you started making the game in particular? One of the main things I think is plan ahead, uh, and it it involves technical side as well. Uh, uh, maybe it took a little bit more time to make this demo, just because uh, I or I implemented systems that will work in a full game. Uh, I, there's nothing wonky. Well, almost nothing. Nothing. Uh, <laughs> wonky within a build so this is really important because it allows you if you have any idea it allows you to um, experiment without breaking things because if, sure. if everything will be wonky you just you will break everything and it will it will it will eat up the time in in no time yeah okay so plan ahead is probably the um, yeah, and uh, be really afraid of changing an artist. 
really afraid. Right. Yeah. Again, it seemed to work because the game looks beautiful. It, it did. It, it did work, but uh, it's really nerve-wracking to see that uh, you can't find anyone. Mm. I can imagine working with other people as well can be nerve-wracking, but in this case, because when you're playing the game, it looks like you're in a painting. <laughs> that you're playing in a painting, which looks, you know, it, genuinely, it looks beautiful. That I was like, I love the art style. I really, really like. Uh, Thank like you. Now um, that we mentioned Disco uh, Elysium, which you mentioned is, uh, you know, the gameplay style is so far a placeholder with, uh, with the dots. That's uh, UI, UI, UI. Yeah. The UI, yes. My apologies. Mm -hmm. uh, do, do you have any ideas how this might change? Are you going to stick with this or? Are you able to talk about it? Because if not, we can move of on. Of course, sure. Uh, yeah, I don't want to no, give any spoilers. <laughs> I am wary of that for you. <laughs> How can I spoil about UI? Uh, well, some people might prefer not to know. <laughs> uh, there's actually a really simple story. Uh, I had certain funds uh, to do this. Uh, <laughs> and I, I really don't like when people are not paid. Mm. And there was a time, and at the end, like a month before um, release of the demo, there was a choice. Uh, do I pay the rent or do I pay Nicola to do uh, a UI? <laughs> so I chose rent. So. <laughs> yeah, it will be uh, way much prettier and will work more smoothly. Will be, will, uh, rearranged uh because now now it's in a rough shape i but, you know, I, I had to do the fast travel mm. of course because otherwise uh, i would be stoned already <laughs> sure uh well yeah so i mean i'm glad you chose to pay the rent because uh, you need somewhere to stay we need you to stay somewhere so you can continue working on the game so <laughs> it's a good choice i think <laughs> um, yeah then in terms of uh, marketing the game and getting the word out there, because I can see that as an independent developer, you must be doing everything yourself. You don't have a PR company. I imagine, Maybe you do, but I imagine you don't have a PR company doing all the PR for you. So how are you going about getting the word out about your game? Apart from coming on this podcast, which uh -huh. I appreciate, but how, sure. how do you go about getting this you know, the word about this game out there for people to find out about. Mm -hmm. If I had a PR company, they would be really terrible at their job. <laughs> so, yeah, I I kind of sort of, like, a lot of people, as I heard, uh, dislike marketing stuff. And uh, that's why it's been probably on the slower side. But, yeah, you know, uh, as I said um, before, uh, if something comes up and I have to share, I share it uh, via Twitter and that's it basically because uh, Facebook never worked, I think. Uh, Interesting, okay. Maybe, yeah, there, there are two, uh, two schools of thought on this topic, on this matter. Some people th say that uh, Facebook is working great, but okay, well, good for them then. Uh, but uh, yeah. And uh, I can't say much about marketing because I'm so unprofessional in that. And ah, one another thing, what can I say about um, lessons learned 
or uh, mm, know what you can and what you cannot do. Uh, all the respect in the world uh, to people who do everything. But if you can't, then you have to uh, acknowledge it uh, and seek help. <laughs> and you have to count that uh, music, you need a guy for music, guy, you need a guy for, for visuals. No, otherwise, uh, either you won't finish anything or you're going to finish it and it will just uh, be there on Steam, nobody's playing. But you want people to play. Of course. You want people to see your baby. <laughs> <laughs> so you put so much work into it. It's, um, it. it's really hard, yeah, sometimes. Two years, man. Shit. Yeah, no, it's, I mean, I can't believe it's been already two years <laughs> mm-hmm. since, uh, since I heard about this game and now, uh, you know, we're talking about it now. But it's, I think that's great advice to ask. It's okay to ask for help for things that you can't do. I think all of us could learn from that because at least I think with things as well, oh, I, I can do this, I can do everything. But then I'm learning as well myself for the podcast and other things that, okay, there are other people who can do things that are better, you know, than, yeah, yeah. than I can. It's okay to admit that. You don't need to be an expert on everything. People are so amazing, actually. Um, mm. uh, ju- only uh, when I started working within the industry, uh, I met so many positive, awesome people, uh, like in, not in the photography, that's for sure. And uh, while I am against it, if people are really, uh, they, they like your game, they want to help it. Uh, I had most beautiful translators now that just, of course, we have arrangements in place uh, for future, but now it's just their time. And I'm so uh, thankful for that. Yeah, I meant to ask you as well um, about the you know the story. We won't talk about the story itself, but have you be, have you written any stories before this game? Because at least you know playing the demo, it seemed like it was written by someone who knows how to tell a story. Uh, so have you done any storytelling or any writing at all before you made this game, or is this your first time? Uh, Thank you. Story. That's first. Yeah. And again, I mean this genuinely. I'm certainly not saying this to make you feel good, but genuinely, uh, that's what I felt. So, so, have you made? Have you written any stories before this game? I'll send you some beer. Seriously. <laughs> that's the reason I'm saying word. these things. Uh, hopefully, once this pandemic is over, I can go to Latvia and or you can come to Ireland and we can have beers. Yes. <laughs> no, but genuinely, I mean it. It was, uh, you know, fantastically written. Uh, so have you have you written any stories or any short stories or anything? Well, uh, I'm a journalist by education, so oh, I, you mentioned I, that. Yeah, <laughs> I worked. Uh, so you're good at work. But uh, you know, I I was a sports uh, guy, but still, yeah. You uh, still tell stories with sports as well, but yeah, <laughs> fairy tales mostly. And uh, <laughs> yeah, I think that that gave me some techniques. Uh, and uh, I wrote something at, when I was 10 or 12, I remember. Um, and there was like mainly, you know, you want to write, but what, what do you like when you're 10? It's uh, pirates and uh, lost islands. That was in my case, at least. 
so, I still like those things. So. <laughs> exactly. Awesome. And uh, yeah, then it was <laughs> like when you're small, you like conversations. So all, all, all my stories were, were just conversations. Like I, nobody wants to read uh, Tolkien at 10. <laughs> of course, maybe some do. Awesome. But uh, yeah. And then I have uh, Maris, uh, my mate who is a professional translator. So he goes through my texts. So <laughs> it wasn't, uh, it isn't so pretty at the beginning. Probably you can tell it um, uh, by hearing me now. So I'm not that good. No, no, I think you're doing very well. I think I can tell that, um, you know, that, that as you mentioned that you know what you want. Um, but you mentioned as well that you had a translator as, as well. Uh, no, he's a proofreader in my case. Proofreader. Yes, I, th I think we all, even for, for me, if I, and I don't do a huge amount of writing, but if I do some writing um, and I go back to it, I'm thinking, oh my God, all the mistakes that I'm making. Yeah. <laughs> and then there's always something that I miss. That it's always yeah. better to have somebody else to proofread. How, how important do you think it is to have a proofreader? Very, 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 very. It's 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 not a question about how good you you're at writing, but uh, you just <clears throat> you need the uh, the uh, second person, the person, person. on the mm -hmm. side, yes. But I'm still really proud. Uh, the phrase in the end of the game of the demo, there was a stench stench of thousand armpits. Yes. <laughs> oh, so I'm proud of it. Very evocative. <laughs> <laughs> One thing I noticed with the demo as well, it's very clearly that it was, you know, proofread because everything was correct. And there are plenty of games, even games made by, you know, native English speakers. And if I made a game as well, if I didn't proofread it, it would be full of errors as well. So that was one thing that we could see with your game that it's proofread. It's uh, very, very professional all the way through. Uh, and that's another thing that impressed me. Mm -hmm. um it's and how how long do you do you think the full game more or less it might take people is that is that because this is always a difficult question that people say that it is to sure. answer sure sure uh but how, how what what are your objectives maybe for it to be do you expect this to be a very long disco lazy mess game of 40 hours or, or maybe no, a no, shorter? No, no. <laughs> about four and five four to five hours Okay, that's that's still a good amount for an adventure game these days, an independent adventure game as well. And I wanted to comment on that, uh, on your recent compliment. Uh, why the game is, as you say, so good. <laughs> and generally, uh, I mean this from you know, the heart. I also, <laughs> you know, if 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 in your reality there is a thing that you you know you you'll need to get more money. Uh, you have to you have to make the game worth it to to uh, no well publisher in my case that uh, I like uh, I trying to get come on publishers <laughs> hopefully they can play the game at least or play the demo because I think publishers should sit, would see this and go okay at least it's you know it's very professional it's very intriguing. And it, you know, I've, I, I do believe that this could be one of the best games of the year when it's released. Uh, so hopefully. Mm, but uh, another thing, uh, what can I tell to 
fellow developers, uh, you mentioned, uh, we talked just now about publishers, duh, of course. Um, uh, there was a mention, I mentioned first uh, the slow walk. That's an example. Uh, I had a case with one publisher. Uh, we are still in talks, but hush hush further. Um, uh, they wanted, uh, they, they did not like the slow pace, but uh, they wanted to know why. And you, you have to be prepared to actually tell why, not because, um, okay, I'll make it faster. No, who needs that? You have to, you want to make your game and nail it as you, you want, want it to. So you have to be, uh, prepared to explain, uh, the design decisions. So, just in case, if yes, again, to so stick by your vision, uh, well, as much as possible. Because, as I said before, with the walk, uh, again, I didn't think it was too slow in this case. Uh, usually, I do prefer faster pace walk or animation. But in this case, if if the character walked faster, more quickly, it wouldn't be the same. It wouldn't be the same atmosphere because it's supposed to be, at least what I found to be contemplative. It will, yeah, it, it would break everything. where he is. Mm -hmm. <laughs> uh, so that, that's just what I got uh, from it then. So, um, so then all going well uh, with, with the game, uh, do you have any particular release date or any time period that you would like the game to be released? Uh, uh, next like... year's first quarter. Okay. 2022. Yeah. Okay. And as uh, as the last slide in my pitch deck goes, it's a trilogy. Oh, I didn't know that. <laughs> it's a, so it is the first in the trilogy. I am a. I have big plans. Wow. <laughs> so this. So the story is bigger than what uh, what it seemed the first time. So it's not just one game. So it is the first in the trilogy. <laughs> Um, yeah, but uh, this, that particular story is as long as it is, uh, but the world is bigger and we'll have two more stories. No, well, really fingers sure. crossed, of course. <laughs> of course. And the, so I presume then, will there be, will the same people, are they working on the full game, hopefully? Or sure. Are you able, are you able to say yes, that now? Of course. Yeah, okay, that's good. Yes, 100%. <laughs> but the same voice actors, same artists, same composer. That's good to hear because they're all doing a fantastic job. So, thank you from them to you. Yeah, uh, of course. I think that the, the team in in this case is really important, and mm. I'm gonna fight for it. So, yeah, definitely. Yeah. No, that that that's great to hear. Mm -hmm. And uh, so, where could people find out more about the game, Dan, and about you, then, if they wanted to find oh. out more or if they wanted to check out the demo? Uh, where could they find out more? Of course, it's Steam. <laughs> uh, there's a Steam page. You can download uh, the demo also on itch.io. The name is Grund with two ends, correct? It's... Yes. And actually, a little bit trivia. It's... Uh... <gasps> uh, it's is There's Irish Gaelic, yes? Yes, yes. And I... there's a Scottish Gaelic. Yes, that's great. Grund a lot of people, some people Scottish don't know Gaelic. that, but yes, this is Scottish mm -hmm. Gaelic. Yeah, the Grund is a Scottish Gaelic word. Oh, wow. I meant to ask you about the title, actually. You know, how did you come up with the title Grund before we finish up? <laughs> uh, it's a, it's a, it's a, um, uh, 
Or is that a spoiler? It, <laughs> nah, it, it somewhat. It uh, t- uh, took a lot of surfing within Google Translate uh, because if you will translate now Grund uh, uh, into English, I, I think it will be ground. Yeah, probably. Anywho, the, the, the first, uh, that thing is not correct uh, in games case. Uh, but yeah, I'm not going to tell you how. Uh, yeah, it, <laughs> Fair be... enough. If it's a spoiler, probably best you don't mention. Yeah, it is a spoiler. You can hear three times out, within uh, a demo. Okay, we, we will find out. Um, so again, so this game is available on Steam. Do you have a website? Ah, yeah. Ah, ah, yeah. <laughs> I forgot the question again. <laughs> I just remember myself. <laughs> yeah, thegrund.com, of course, and the Twitter Grund underscore game. Okay, and Discord the Twitter as well? is the way to go. <laughs> okay, Twitter. Yeah. And there's a, there's a page in Facebook, but ignore that. That <laughs> there's more dot dead dogs than people. <laughs> so Twitter is the main place. Yes, 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 yes. Is there anything else that you would like to mention or talk about that we haven't uh, discussed before we wrap up? I was so nervous beforehand, and. Uh... Even I am not so nervous now, I still don't remember anything. And <laughs> I am not sure I will be able to uh, listen to this interview myself. Uh, I, I think you did fine. I think personally, because it's me who usually messes up. <laughs> we didn't mention uh, another thing. I did not mention. Uh, sure, go we, ahead. When we talked about inspiration, and this is Southern Gothic, the third uh, yes. um, hashtag I am using because I am bad at taglines. And yeah, I would, uh, just because it's so awesome, I would like to suggest, uh, uh, dear listeners, to uh, find and uh, watch the sort of documentary BBC made it on Southern Gothic. It's called Looking for One-Eyed Jesus. It's an amazing bit. And it really, it also inspired me visually how I, I, I made my levels. It, it sounds weird, but uh, yeah. So cool. take that. Huh. Cool. That's, uh, that's one piece of, uh, that's one suggestion. <laughs> that, ah, uh... And uh, I'm saying thanks now or what? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. If you wish, you don't have to. <laughs> Nicola, Ed, Marcus, uh, Maris, uh, Tony, and all voice actors and our animator, thank you so much for sticking with me, for being reasonable. And that by that I mean discounts. <laughs> um, <laughs> Nah, that, nah, that's a joke. I'm bad at jokes. I'm oh, no, you said that you're, uh, you're very much into comedy, so... Yeah, yeah, but uh, I think I, I was born dad because I have only dad jokes. Oh, that's what I love. That's what Th- Thomas and Laura go... They, they really, really hate it when I tell the dad jokes, but we... <laughs> <laughs> they don't hate it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but they love you man that's yeah. why uh, yeah, my wife's speaking with me as well 
well, that's uh, that, that's great then, Ola. So again, I would genuinely encourage people to check out their demo. I would include a link uh, in the show notes. It's also available on itch.io, I believe, uh, the demo, the yep. page there. And I would genuinely encourage people to to check out your demo, to you know, wishlist it, and uh, check you out on follow you on Twitter as well. Because I'm really looking forward to this game, and I hope you can find a publisher, uh, whatever you're looking for, that yeah. can help you. Uh, with the development and uh, we will definitely keep in touch and hopefully once this pandemic is over hopefully it'll be over soon we can start traveling again and yeah. uh, we can meet up in person that will be that I mean, would I'm, be really good. i'm looking forward to meeting up to, with anybody in person but <laughs> uh just to start meeting up again mm-hmm. and uh it will it will be great because i still have to visit latvia yeah. i heard it's a beautiful country <laughs> Yeah, so, yeah, it is. Thank you very much, Olaf. Uh, we'll keep in touch. So best of luck with the development of your game. Thank you for your time, sir. So that was my interview with Olaf. I hope you all enjoyed it. And a huge thank you to Olaf for agreeing to speak to me. It is a really, real pleasure to speak to him. And I hope we can speak again very soon. Now, as I mentioned at the top of this episode, uh, Grund is now on Kickstarter. So if you wish, you can check out the demo, which is available for free on Steam and itch.io. And then you can check out the Kickstarter and back it if you so wish to help Olaf out to ensure that he can continue to make the game. Uh, I hope this Kickstarter succeeds. I really hope it succeeds because the demo of Grund was one of my favorite demos of the last few years. And we reviewed it twice on the podcast, actually. Both myself and Thomas really, really enjoyed it. Thomas said that it reminded him of Disco Elysium, so it can't get much higher praise than that. So I'd encourage people to check it out and uh, help him out on Kickstarter if you so wish. And so best of luck, Olas. Hope this Kickstarter succeeds because I think this game could be something special. Uh, So that is it for this week. Now I'll be back in a few weeks in a couple of weeks, with uh, Laura and Thomas again. As we mentioned, we will be recording every month instead of every two weeks to give us time to play more games uh, to review in the podcast. So uh, take care, everyone. Goodbye. Thank you. If you like the Adventure Games podcast, then please subscribe, rate, and review. Wherever you listen to podcasts, please leave a review on iTunes if you can, as every review helps, and reviews will help get the word out, especially for Adventure Game developers who appear on the podcast. Now, you can also follow me on social media. You can follow me on Twitter at Advent Game Pod. You can follow me on Facebook at Adventure Games Podcast. You can also follow me on Instagram at Adventure Games Podcast as well. And we're also on Discord at Adventure Games Podcast. So if you are an adventure game developer or an adventure game player, you can follow us there. So again, please feel free to retweet and share podcast episodes and the podcast to people who you believe may enjoy it and you can also find more information about the podcast on www.adventuregamespodcast.com so until next time thank you